This is Beat'em Down from Cult 45, the movie podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 460 of the So Is It podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. The mother. And the expert, Mr. Mark Markellis Reagan. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Is Your Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the newest movie on Netflix, starring Jennifer Lopez, the mother. Before we get into that, let's talk to one bad mother, and that's Aubrey. How the hell are you this week, Aubrey? <laughs> You know, I'm surviving. It's it's uh, it's been a crazy week, and uh, I don't think it's gonna get any less crazy. So I'm just trucking along. That is the life you have chosen, isn't it? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are glad to have you back. Uh, we missed you last week for Fast X, <laughs> but Mark and I felt pretty bad. Make see, so notice, Mark. We didn't feel bad making Amanda go to see fast x at all like i didn't even it didn't even cross my mind right of course that's that's the, the that's thought the of thing. making aubrey yeah the thought of making aubrey go to see it made me feel bad <laughs> <laughs> well i appreciate okay. it i i do not like it. i would have not had a good take on that at all well i will say that you are lucky that we know your job situation right now and how crazy things are because I, I legitimately would have felt bad if I was like, hey, Aubrey, I know you get uh, six hours a week to sleep, but could you spend two and a half of those watching Fast X? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been in a real good mood. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about family, Aubrey. Well, we're glad that you're back. Uh, maybe you're not glad, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Markellis Reagans, how the hell are you? I- I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, sold a few more T-shirts this week, so that was always good. Uh, you know, anybody that wants to support the show, you don't have to necessarily buy a T-shirt. You know, refrigerator magnets look just as good. Uh, you know, or magnets look just as good on your refrigerators, and stickers look good on your notebooks or skateboards or you know wherever you want to put stuff. Coffee mugs are always good too, so you don't have to buy T-shirts, but you know, you can buy something. Support the show. We had a good sale this week. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man is coming up next week. So hopefully uh, we'll get the new Spider-Man designs up uh, so people can check them out and uh, hopefully buy some more merch. And hopefully they won't get pulled down. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to work extra hard to try to keep Disney's eyeballs away from these designs because uh, they're actually, pre- I think they're pretty cool and I think they're going to look really nice on different products. Uh, I'm looking forward to having my face as a Spider-Man character on a shirt. So uh, <laughs> the hell with all you guys. I'm psyched, I'm psyched to have mine. It's all that matters. Make a product for you. Someone else will buy it eventually. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that, that's how I'm doing, Joy. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just, you know, I'm still tired. I'm still recovering from the last couple of weeks that were really crazy uh, this past week at work. My boss was on vacation, so it was just me, and, and I'm still new at my new job. So 
I can, I mean, if you're listening to the show, I don't have to tell you, I can kind of talk out my ass. I can kind of talk my way through any situation. I feel confident in my abilities that if you can put me in front of people, I can talk my way through just about anything. You know, I don't know a lot of some of the processes there. I know I can do my job, the, the functions of my job I could do. But, you know, it's just like if, you know, you work at Burger King and you worked at Burger King for a few years and you do a great job there and the people at KFC were like, hey, I need you to come work alone in the store at KFC. You've worked at fast food before. You'll be fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, I don't really know anything about how KFC works, but I know how fast food works. So, you know, that was a situation I found myself in. So it was really stressful. And the things that were stressful were not job related, which is frustrating because it's like we had an event where we had to order cake. I have to be vague about this stuff because I'm not allowed to talk about work on, in public. But um, we had to order cake for an event so the employees could eat cake for the celebration of whatever. Um, and the process of ordering, procuring, and making sure the cake was where it needed to be was probably the most stressful thing <laughs> I've done in six months. <laughs> Coordinating this podcast, being a father, a husband, like everything, like nothing even remotely as frustrating and stressful as, as ordering three sheet cakes from a, a supermarket. So it was just, <laughs> it was a fucking week, man. Um, and, and I just, I haven't been really uh, watching a lot of movies. So that, that's been really the frustrating thing. I've just been so busy lately. I haven't had time to really sit down and bang out movies. I've hit 100 for the year. So I'm at 100 with, what, six months to go? Yep. So I'm going to make it. Even if I just watch 10 movies a month going forward, I'm gonna, I would be fine. But hopefully I'll be able to bang some more out. Um, it's just It's just been really busy and I've been really tired. So. Uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, Memorial Day is today as we record this. Uh, if you're not from the United States, it's our holiday where we celebrate uh, members of our armed forces who passed away in uh, combat. So we uh, we have that today. So we had a cookout yesterday for that. Oh, I ate a lot of food. It was, it was great. But man, it's just one weekend after the other. My daughter's graduating from junior college next weekend. And then the weekend after that, we have a party for it. Then the weekend after that is Contropolis. And the weekend, so it's just, it never ends. <laughs> we'll be fine. You know why, guys? You know why we're going to be fine? I know why. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey, do you know why? Because uh, we're the best that ever was. Well, yeah, but just because it's uh, it's because it's pod before life. That's why. <laughs> that too, yeah. But yeah, just just. just it's just been crazy. It's been really busy for the last like two or three weeks and it's only, it's not slowing down anytime soon, but no worries because you know, we're just going to be here banging out podcasts for you guys having a blast. Um, the only other real update I have is that I know eventually the next weeks or so, uh, Nick is going to get us the video of our segment on the live stream for the year. So if you missed out on it, once I get the video, I'll put it on Patreon. I think for, uh, a little while exclusive and then I'll upload it to the regular YouTube channel. So um, that video is coming. <laughs> if you missed out, you can still check it out. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, and that's it. You know, that's what's been going on, you know, but you know, enough about us. Let's talk a little bit more about us. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more. So was podcast. All right. So everybody can head on over to so was where you will find a brand new episode every week you'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly you'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only adam wallyhawk you'll also find our merchandise there t-shirts sweatshirts stickers coffee mugs all located in our t public store you'll also find our social media links there we have facebook twitter instagram tiktok so definitely get at us 
You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? All right, guys, so let's start off before we even get into the movie review. Let's address the elephant in the room right now. We did not review The Little Mermaid this week. That's right. Why didn't we review The Little Mermaid this week, guys? Mark Ellis, take the floor. Uh, So the reason I think we didn't review The Little Mermaid this week is because I kind of vetoed it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mark was really offended that they race swapped Ariel and he refused to go see it. <laughs> Hashtag not Mark's Little Mermaid. Hashtag not my Ariel. He's also mad that uh, Melissa McCarthy dressed in drag. <laughs> he could have just stopped. He's also mad that Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> end, of, end of sentence. No, that's not true. None of that's true. I happen to love Melissa McCarthy. Um, <laughs> the other stuff's true. Though. The other stuff's totally true. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Uh, so yeah, so the reason... Uh, that I vetoed it is because I, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a long time now, and I'm pretty sure I already know what the review is going to be from Joey and Aubrey. Like, I didn't see the point of us going to the theater on a holiday weekend, spending money to watch a movie where Joey's going to say, uh, I hate Melissa McCarthy. I'm not a Disney fan. Uh, Ariel's hot. Uh, one star <laughs> is she though is are we allowed to say that mark is google say it's okay for me to say that it does, does it, has that stopped you before or is uh, i mean i try to you know keep it kosher you know yeah i'm gonna say that there's a loophole I'm googling it right now just <laughs> yeah, so. yes there's a loophole in her somewhere and i'm sure you will find it uh and i'm sure aubrey would say you know why does Ariel need to have a boyfriend? I hate romance. Uh, Sebastian and Flounder are uh, nightmare fuel images. And this movie sucks. One star. So, you know, I already saw what was going to happen. So I'm like, why am I spending money to do this when we can we can just watch Peter Pan and Wendy? If we want to see a live action Disney movie, let's watch Peter Pan and Wendy first. And if you listen to that episode, you know how that went. <laughs> Don't worry. No, not too many people listen to it. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so I vetoed going to the theaters to watch Little Mermaid uh, for the podcast. Uh, I'm still going to go see it. Um, But I was saying earlier, you know, if people really want our take on a Little Mermaid, uh, we'll put it in into the rotation for an upcoming episode if people want it. Well, uh, when it streams for free. (laughs) First of all, let me just say, uh, how do you say your name? Haley Bailey? Uh, what yes, is that? Hall- I know Hallie it's not Holly Berry. It's Hallie oh, Bailey. How like like Holly Berry, but no berries. Okay. It's a tongue twister. 
It's not. It's not really a tongue twister. It's just that your brain wants to say Holly Berry so bad. Yes. That like you can't do it. Like I feel. I legitimately feel bad for her. That like she's gone through life and everybody thinks she's the star of Swordfish. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Mark, she's twenty three years old. So there. It's see, o- it's okay to say she's attractive. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure that wouldn't anyway. that wouldn't have stopped you anyway. But that's okay. No, it wouldn't. Have <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, Mark just. Nailed it right there. I, I, there's no way I was going to like this movie. It's just not my thing at all. Aubrey's schedule is insane, as we've talked about a million times right now. She probably wasn't going to like the movie either. Um, if you've seen the clip of Aquafina voicing a bird rapping. Oh, God. I haven't I seen think, that. Yeah, I think you've seen all you need to see about <laughs> this movie. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so we skipped it. All right. So we skipped it. So fuck it. You know what? We just said so we're not going to do it. It's not going to work for us. Plus, like Mark said, it's it's holiday. It was a holiday weekend. The movies were going to be nuts. It's expensive. We've been going to movies literally nonstop for three months. Yes. <laughs> and we're coming up on another run of like seven or eight weeks in a row with the movies. So, you know what? We just said, fuck it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're putting our foot down. God damn it. And we're not doing it. So I can hear the downloads dying as I'm talking. <laughs> Can Seriously. anything be worse than Peter Pan and Wendy? I think we're going to find out <laughs> as we jump on the uh, Netflix machine. So Netflix dropped this, I want to say, about a week ago, and it is called The Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez. Aubrey, what is The Mother about? The best part of all of that was hearing Aubrey sigh audibly when I said this. <laughs> um. While fleeing from dangerous assailants, an assassin comes out of hiding to protect the daughter she left earlier in life. All right. So, as always, we're going to start non-spoiler. So, if you haven't seen it, and I'm assuming most of you haven't, you'll know at least what we thought. And then we'll drop the drop delineating spoilers so you can stick around if you've seen it and want to hear us talk more about it. The rest of you can bounce. Maybe go check it out and come back. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think? Non-spoiler of mother comma the i um i hated this movie <laughs> i watched it because mark had suggested it and wanted to see it and i hated it it was either this or air and after watching air which i liked but there was no you would have hated air more than <laughs> you hate anything on earth yes <laughs> oh, I, I knew it the moment i saw the subject matter of air i was like there is no goddamn way i'm watching that movie <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie, but it's like as good as a movie about boardroom meetings can possibly be. <laughs> Nothing else happens in the movie. Yeah. So uh, not a fan of the mother. Huh? No, not at all. OK. Mark Ellis Ray. Yeah, I would say, you know, the reason I picked this movie is because it seemed like the best chance of watching something good. I mean, obviously, Aubrey's going to hate The Little Mermaid and Air. So I'm like, all right, maybe the mother will actually you know, do something. Uh, it has a good pedigree. Uh, I'm sorry, good writer, good director, uh, decent cast. Uh, but I was disappointed by it. There's certain aspects about it that I really enjoyed, but as a whole, uh, I was disappointed. All right. Well, let me start off because right, we didn't go to the movies to see this. And usually we'll talk about our trip to the movies. Let me talk to you guys a little bit about my trip of watching the fucking mother on Netflix. <laughs> we share our Netflix with my brother-in-law. It's my brother-in-law's account. And for the last, God, I want to say uh, 10 years, we basically have their password. And every January, we cut them a check for 50% of the cost of the year to Netflix. And we share an account. And it's never been an issue <laughs> until 
Friday night when I was like, I got home from job number two. I was, I was beat, but I got home from job number two and it was 10 o'clock and I didn't have to get up early the next day really. So I'm like, you know what? I can sit down and can bang out the mother. Then I have one less thing to do on my plate for the weekend. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. Sit down. I get a purple screen. That's like Netflix is for you and your home. Like, what do you mean? Of course it is. I'm watching it at home. Thank you, Netflix. And I go to push the button and it's like, please enter all this information or you can't watch anything. Oh, like, (laughs) hey, but so I'm not an asshole. So I wasn't going to register it to our house because my fucking brother-in-law's Netflix. So um, I couldn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, though. I'm not going to be a Tom and be like, I didn't watch the movie. I'm just going to talk to you guys and make you talk about it. Um, I uh, the Internet provides. (laughs) The the internet provides, of course. So I was pretty pissed off about Netflix wouldn't let me watch this fucking movie. And I had to I tried to watch it on Fire Stick and it wouldn't fucking work. It kept getting like 30 seconds in and then it'd be like, but it would freeze like on the end of the Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't even get through the whole dum. It just would be like it just stick there. So I'm like, God fucking damn it. I was so angry because I just had to watch this fucking movie. I had to get it done. So I went on my phone and I watched it on the shadiest fucking website allowed by law. <laughs> and then the whole time watching it, I kept giggling to myself because all I could think about was like, if you're watching the mother on a screen this small, <laughs> <laughs> which is the commercial they have at the movies that we go to, the Cinemark film theaters to uh, shame you into not watching movies at home. So yeah, I finally got to watch it. And um, I got to tell you, I was not a fan at all. I thought this movie was a two pack of ass for the most part. There's a couple positives here and there, and we'll get into that in spoilers. But for the most part, it it was just it was an excruciating watch. Like, I could not believe how long it took me to watch this movie. (laughs) It's just not good. It was just a pile of cliches and J-Lo. And I was just completely unimpressed. And in a year where John Wick Chapter 4 comes out, I mean, even we can make fun of it all we want, but Fast X is a stupid, dumb, big action movie. We've seen two pretty good action movies this year. Well, one pretty good and one like probably the best movie of the year at this point. Uh, It's hard to be like, oh, yeah, this generic, boring ass movie on Netflix sure ranks up there with those. So, uh, yeah, I was not a fan, but... The only way to further discuss it is to go into spoilers. So now we are going to drop the drop and we are going to spoil the mother. We're not allowed to talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. The mother. Mark, you were probably the most positive out of all of us. So. Tell us some of the things you liked about this movie. All right. So some of the things I liked about the movie, I actually thought Jennifer Lopez was believable as an ass kicker. Um, It reminded me of that movie we watched, Kate, with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Oh, Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Where you could very clearly see where the stunt, she would begin a punch and then the stunt double would come in and finish out the other 18 moves. Well, let 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 me just interrupt you for a second there, Mark. What's worse? Was it? Kate, where they do that, where it's it's almost as bad as when Turbo falls down the stairs and breaks <laughs> two. Like, could just it's just like they could have just literally had her walk off camera and have a stunt person walk on camera, have someone say action and keep rolling the whole time, and right. it would have been as believable. Or 
this kind of movie where you can literally like see J-Lo like trying to remember the choreography <laughs> for the fight in, in your head, but at least it's her the whole time. I was okay with that because they did a not a great job, but they did an okay job with editing to kind of cover that up. You're right. You can see her like count out the, the moves, but the editing kind of cleaned that up a little bit. So I'm not too mad at that because again, you can see her actually running on top of cars and diving on shit and, and doing the kicks and doing the flips. You know, you actually see her face. So I, I'm okay with that as compared to the other the other movie, Kate. So I was okay. I thought she was good. I thought she was believable as that. And as a shooter, too, I thought she was believable. Uh, I liked uh, Amari Hardwick in it. I thought he was good. Uh, we're in spoilers. So I, I was really bummed when he doesn't make it to the end of the movie. Uh, I thought he was a really cool character and I really wanted to see them hook up because, you know, you you put a, a good looking guy and J-Lo together in a movie. He's like, come on, dude, you got to got to get some of that. But uh, no, he does not make it to the end of the movie. And I was a ben little Affleck bummed. probably put his foot down. <laughs> Maybe there is an amazing. He just got her back. He can't get rid of her. <laughs> There's an amazing uh, car crash stunt in this movie. Uh, where the camera follows this car as they're heading towards a, not a, I guess, kind of a happy ending. The little girl's been saved. The FBI agent has her in a car. He's taking her back home to her parents. And, you know, the camera tracks the cars. It's going up the road and it's a long, long tracking shot. I'm like, why are we on this car for so long? And then all of a sudden, another car comes out of nowhere and smashes into it. And it's all done in one take. And I thought that was actually really cool. They actually like smash two cars together in a world of uh cgi fast and furious cars it was nice to see some uh real stunt crashing in a movie so that i thought was really cool there was one scene that was it was so cheesy but it was so cheesy that i loved it is when she's chasing a guy i forgot what country it was uh, mexico let's say for the sake of argument Cuba. Cuba, thank you. She's chasing a guy in Cuba down the streets of Cuba. He's on foot. She's in a car. He's still outrunning her for some reason, which I couldn't believe. But then she finally catches up to him and she hits him and his body goes flying in the air and she hits him right outside of a wedding <laughs> and the the bride throws the bouquet in the air. So the camera cuts between this guy flying in the air and the bouquet flying in the air, both in slow motion. And it's so cheesy. And I'm like, why would they do this? Uh, the guy hits the ground. It's pretty painful. The bouquet hits the ground and J-Lo picks it up and just gives it to one of the bridesmaids, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, it was cheesy, but I thought it was a little bit of humor uh, worked in there. Other than that, not really much else that I liked about it. Okay. Aubrey Litchfield, anything you liked about this movie? I liked the filming locations. <laughs> so you like the snow and the cold of Alaska? Yep. <laughs> I thought it was pretty. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, geez. What did I like about this movie? I think JLo is hot, but like it's almost like generic hot. Like my brain says you should think JLo is hot. But then like the rest of my brain is like, yeah, but she kind of sucks and like she's lame and I don't know, I don't like J-Lo. But then my other brain is like, no, but she is hot, though. <laughs> so I guess uh, she's attractive. I, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. And, okay. um, yeah, I mean, some of the, like Mark said, some of the stunts are okay. There's a couple cool shots. I, I, I liked the ch the whole chase, Mark, when she starts out on foot. Then she gets a motorbike. Then she gets the car. Then she hits the guy with the car. I thought it was funny when she uh, stopped on the motorbike by like a group of kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so generic. 
Um, I liked some of the action scenes too. And I, I liked seeing the little wolf puppies. They were cute. Um, <laughs> oh, it looked like they were just generic Akita puppies. They didn't even look like, well, what were they going to do? Aubrey would be like, hey, here's some real wolves. And they like maul the actress to death. <laughs> mm. Aubrey's like, yeah, that would be a good idea. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> they could have at least made them the same color and didn't, and not had curly tails. Yeah, you remember the song. We're all in the same gang, Aubrey. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, a couple decent action set pieces here and there. And uh, I-, I liked that they had some different environments that we don't know, don't normally see. I mean, obviously, we see movies set in snow, but it's been I feel like it's been a while since we've had a, a better budget action movie with some snow action in it. I liked the snowmobile stuff for the most part. It's just hard, man. It's hard to really, but but that's really it. I mean, just just some things here and there, but otherwise, I'm not a fan. So there's the only thing we can do is move on to what we didn't like because me and Aubrey have much to say. But Mark, what did you not like about this movie? Uh, so a couple of things, like I said, I was disappointed because the pedigree for this movie seems really good. It was written by Misha Green, who did uh, Lovecraft Country, uh, who was going to do Tomb Raider two. Uh, so you know, I was psyched to see what else she was going to do. Uh, and the fact that she did the story uh, and kind of worked on a screenplay, I'm I'm hoping that it was a better, it started off as a better script and too many cooks in the kitchen got it to where it is now. Uh, Nikki Carroll directed it, who I, I'm also a fan of. I know you guys didn't like Mulan. I like what? Mulan. Uh, she also did <laughs> North Country, which I liked. And she did uh, McFarlane USA, uh, which a movie that I actually really, really like. So I think she's a good director. I thought she handled some of the stuff pretty well. But yeah, it, it just didn't. This is a very basic B action movie or the premises. And they want to elevate it to give it like gravitas and, you know, kind of make it a, a three dimensional type of story. And it shouldn't be. It should be. This no. should be Liam. This should be Jennifer Lopez as Liam Neeson and Taken. That's mm-hmm. what this movie should be. And they want to give it a lot more, which I understand you give it a lot more. And that's how you get uh, Nikki Carroll and uh, Jennifer Lopez attached to this movie. But it's so not pretentious, but it it believes that it's it's they're trying to add more when they shouldn't. The fact that she stole almost every car <laughs> in this movie, <laughs> like it blew me away. I was stunned when she paid for the truck. <laughs> which actually put money down for the truck. I'm like, holy shit. I totally thought she was going to steal that car or steal the truck. The truck that she just gave the lady cash and took, and it wasn't registered or inspected or insured. And that was that. Yep. But it made it all the way to Alaska. (laughs) Good for her. I didn't buy the triangle between her and, uh, I didn't realize that was, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph Fiennes as the bad, one of the bad guys. Freaking Shakespeare in love is in this movie. I, completely did not recognize him at all uh but it's supposed to be a triangle between her and uh shakespeare in love and then uh werewolf by night as the other the other triangle guy <laughs> and i didn't buy that story at all i don't know if it was just not fleshed out well or if it was just they didn't edit it in the right they didn't put the right story points in a, in the right parts of the movie but i just could not wrap my brain around their triangle because uh, i liked those actors uh but they didn't really do anything uh and the last thing is as I joked about the the guy flying through the air and the bouquet flying through the air, but the the editing there is some editing in this movie that is so unbelievably bad that I had to rewind it and be like, did I just see what I saw? Like it is just like weird cuts. Like they would 
show her count money and then it would cut to just like a weird shot of her doing something completely different it has nothing to do with with the scene or anything it's just oh it's just oddly placed it feels like there is there is some kind of transition or some more scenes in this movie that they cut out and never went back to like fix i don't know the editing in this movie was really odd and there's a lot more stuff but that's pretty much the the nutshell of what i didn't like all right aubrey litchfield what did you not like about this movie the whole the whole story is awful. The <laughs> screenplay terrible. Uh, the dialogue terrible. J Lo's acting terrible. I I could see that she is legitimately trying, and so I feel bad that she's this bad. But she's this bad. The little girl in the movie awful terrible. All the other actors terrible. The the two guys that are like, yeah, it's okay. She was in a relationship with us both. Apparently, you wouldn't even know because the story is so discombobulated that you don't even know what the fuck is going on half the time. You just know that J-Lo is the mother, which they remind you throughout the entire fucking movie. That she's going to protect her daughter that she gave away, that she had with one of these two dudes, and you never find out because she she's just like, she's my child, and I have no emotional tie to these two men at all, even though I was apparently sleeping with both of them, and they both knew and didn't care. That, to me, is a whole set of issues that I feel like, I feel like if you're two men that are in charge of like a, a mob situation like they were... You'd have a problem with your main lady sleeping with the other dude. Like, I just don't see that going well. But apparently in this movie it did. Nobody seemed to turn turn their head to them. Yet the amount of time... You can make a drinking game out of the amount of times that J-Lo had to remind you that she was the mother. <laughs> you know, she doesn't even have a name throughout the movie. She's just the mother. Yeah, that, and I, I liked when she turned to the camera. It's like, we truly are the mother 2023. I hate this movie. I hate it. It's just like the 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 letter that she writes the girl at the end of the movie to you. I mean, it is fucking awful. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm a killer. Like, oh my God. Could you write any worse than that? <laughs> Who the fuck writes that? Who's, I'm a killer. I'm a killer, Zoe. I'm a killer. But there were quite a few times where I stopped during the movie just to scream into the air. <laughs> because I didn't want to watch this anymore. And uh, it was actually like to the point Max would get up. And I'd be like, hold on, let me pause it for you. And he'd be like, no, don't <laughs> pause it. <laughs> Just keep it going. I'm not missing anything. It's it's not good. It's, it's very disjointed. The story is all over the place in certain aspects. Like you have an idea of what they're doing and how they're getting to that point. But it takes a very fucking long time. And it's like, just when you think you're about to get there, it goes right back to the beginning. They're like, no, 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 wait, we still need to throw in like five more cliches before we can wrap this movie up. <laughs> At the end, when JLo's like laying there and you think that she's dead because she like hit her head on a rock and somehow she comes to just in time to pick up a sniper rifle that was on the ground somehow. Nobody knows how it fucking got there because she was supposed to throw all her weapons down. And why would you bring a sniper rifle to a very close combat situation? You know, Did she throw it knows? down the hill or no? 
I don't remember. So this is either, is it was either she, horrendous editing or we were barely paying attention at that point. Yeah, I know that she threw one of her weapons, but that also brings up the argument. Why would she bring a weapon with farsight to a close combat battle? You know, she's she's like less than 50 feet away from this guy. She can shoot him without a farsight. Why, why would you bring that gun to that battle? You know, um, so there's that argument, too, if if you want to get in, if that was the gun that she threw. But even so, she somehow just is she regains consciousness because of her spirit wolf animal that's there <laughs> uh, overlooking her. And you must carry on, mother. We mothers must be strong for our young. Comes to to, you know, shoot the guy and somehow she shoots him. But the bullet, there's no exit of this bullet um, that has shot this guy in the head when her daughter is right next to him. Like, where where did that bullet go? Did it? It, I just, it I, did go. They did show the blood splatter on the windshield um, in front of the daughter. So it is safe to say that the bullet went through his head and out of the front windshield passenger side. Uh, I think they were trying to make you... Sorry, Aubrey, I think they were trying to make you think she might have accidentally shot her daughter, but uh-huh. that's not this. This isn't that kind of movie. So I knew there was no way in hell they were going to be like, she accidentally shot the kid. I don't know. They stabbed her. That the daughter really in the beginning. They, they stabbed the baby in the beginning. So, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. This whole fucking movie is just stupid. It's like, you know, J-Lo was like, hey, talking to her agent. Hey, I want to I want to be an action star. Can you make that happen? And her agent was like. Yeah, sure. Let me let me get on the phone with a couple of people. Hey, Misha Green, you you want to you want to do an action movie with J Lo? Hell yeah, I want to do an action <laughs> movie with J Lo. Like that. That's how I feel this went. And like, let me write up something real quick. Okay, I got this idea. Let me write it up in in a month, and then we'll start shooting. It'll be all right. It'll be a good movie. Cause there's no deep thought put into this screenplay at all. It's just like let me throw about a thousand cliches. Here, I'm missing a couple words in this chapter. Let me add this cliche. That'll work there. Hmm, I'm missing something here. Let's add some action cliche right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have her uh, steal another car here. That's what this movie is. And it's fucking awful. <laughs> I completely disagree with that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, because I, the reason I said that is because I don't think it's cliche because she's clearly not a good person. She steals cars, she runs guns. Like, she's kind of a shitty person, but we're supposed to be rooting for her. That's not really cliche. I don't feel like there's, like, that much of... it. it her backstory is very confusing, because, like, she's in the U.S. military, but then she's running guns in Cuba, she, and somehow, like, leaves the army to do this, and the army didn't follow up on that. <laughs> but then the idea of the movie is that she's a trained assassin. So when was she trained to be an assassin when she was in the military? What was her role in the military? She was a sniper. Like was she? Cause yes. that's the, I don't know. She was a sniper. She was being trained by British government, British snipers who was doing dirty work on the side. When she was done with the military, he hired her to be his shooter, his assassin. She was his assassin she saw how the company was run. She put her two cents in and and weaseled up a deal between the British gunrunner and the Cuban gunrunner. And then she wound up sleeping with both of them, had a baby, the mother. And, 
<laughs> the sad thing is, is that I sat there and I watched this entire movie and you still had to explain it to me. <laughs> Aubrey, that can be said about 80% wow. of the movies we watch. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, uh, what did I not like about this movie? Let's start off right off the bat. This movie is two hours long. It is way too long. And not only is it two hours long, it feels like it's 12 days long. By the time she rescues her daughter the first time, I was like, wow, this is moving along at a fast clip. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I pushed up on the uh, remote or sorry, on the I I tapped my thumb (laughs) on the screen and uh, (laughs) there was it had only been like 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then, you know, she's dealing with her daughter and they're living in the woods and blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this has got this has got to be every time I tapped on the screen. It it was there was uh, there was anywhere from 45 minutes to 30 minutes left. The, the credits were rolling in the movie and there were still 30 minutes left. <laughs> it was physically fucking painful to watch this movie. It was so long. And I think it was because they just didn't want to do an action movie. Like you said, you guys said, you know, they wanted to have this part in the middle where her and her daughter bond and blah, 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 blah. And it was this acting tour de force uh, instead of just going, hey, you know what? We're just going to make a balls out action movie. And it's going to be 90 minutes long and we're going to have a blast like I would have loved that even cliches and all. I would have loved that. But this movie gets so bogged down in trying to be like part family drama, part action movie. It's awful. Um, I I watched recently because Montego suggested to me watch the equalizer. And I know Aubrey's never seen that. But Mark, I'm sure you've seen that with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. So I thought that movie did a great job of being. It has awesome action set pieces, but it also has moments in between that are quiet and there's acting and stuff, but it never was boring. Whereas this has a whole long segment where there's no action and it's boring as fuck. (laughs) And then you're like, all right, well, maybe some of this will come back at some point, right? right? She's like, I'm going to teach you about a knife. And so we get 15 minutes of her strapping a knife on her daughter and they talk about knives. If somebody's this close to you, you have to use the knife, then just keep stabbing because... You know, it's this close quarters, you know, you can't let up until they're done. Right. Okay, cool. So this is Chekhov's gun, right? This is going to come back at some point. (laughs) Yep. No, Uh, her daughter takes the knife, stabs the guy once and like falls over. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Did you not learn anything? Oh, my God. Yeah. So honestly, for me, it's hard to say there's a lot that I didn't like and like like verbalize it because a lot of it is just like it's boring. It's generic as fuck. Um, I got a, a, a very large chuckle out of JLo at the beginning goes to the safe house. She doesn't think it's safe. She's correct. Um, the guy stabs her in the stomach. She ends up giving birth to the baby. They take the baby and they're like, we're taking the baby. We're going to hide it somewhere. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, she's sad, but whatever. Right. And it's like 10 years later or whatever it was. Eight, however many years later, 12 years later, 12 years later, JLo looks exactly the same. <laughs> FBI agent looks exactly the same. <laughs> she she doesn't age. Well, I understand it's JLo, but she didn't make any effort to look different at all. Nope. She was just, and they didn't make any, they didn't put gray and have her have grayer hair or make her look a little older, take off the makeup, something to make her look like time had passed. Time passed uh, for everyone else. She was frozen outside or something. Actually, I don't. That's that's not true. Her hair was a lot longer. <laughs> oh, okay, her hair got longer. They put a different wig on her, but otherwise exactly. she looks com- exactly the same. I was fucking dying when that happened. Um, and, and the sad thing about a lot of the action, and it's it's a movie based on a sniper 
like she's a sniper. So a lot of the action is like she storm. They storm the compound. Like all right, they storm the guy's compound to kill him and get their daughter back. And it's all like she walks into a room and shoots a guy in the head from across the room with a silenced gun, and then that's it. Like, <laughs> okay, and then onto the next room, and she kills another guy. Like none of the kills were interesting. None of the action was really all that interesting. And I think in the year 2023, you either need to be quick and dirty. So, you know what? If this is an 80 minute, 90 minute movie and it's not the best action, but we have a good time, it moves at a train, freight train, runaway freight train pace and it's done. All right, cool. You know, that wasn't so bad. Like two and a half out of five, whatever. I think if you're going to throw a two, two hour plus movie out there. And it's going to be an action movie. Like I need to see something I haven't seen before, something inventive or ridiculous. It could be fast X stupid. It could be amazing like John Wick. But um, none of this hit on any level, whether it was action or drama. So it was just a mess. I spent most of the runtime bored. If it wasn't for us recording right now, I would have tapped out probably a half an hour in. So let me ask you a question, Aubrey. Would you have rather gone to see The Little Mermaid? Um, Yeah, I might have. <laughs> Mark Ellis Rick. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> you really did not want to go to the movies on Memorial Day weekend, right? Is uh, that what that is? Well, yeah, I just I feel like we've gone to the movies enough. And again, I <laughs> feel like it's even if we did see Little Mermaid, this would still be the exact same experience. So I figure if I'm gonna sit here and listen to you guys hate on a movie, I'm gonna save myself a couple of bucks. <laughs> Well, I, I had to really save myself a couple of bucks because fucking Netflix wouldn't let me uh, watch it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I honestly was thinking that about halfway through this episode. I was going to spend all this time watching a movie that was ass. I could have at least watched Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> at least it would have got some downloads. So that that's that's uh, that's our feelings on this movie. But we do need to score it. So the only thing left to do is to give it a score from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for The Mother? I'm going to give it a 0.5 for the landscape. I never want to watch this movie again. It's way too long. Mark Ellis Uh, I think you guys are being way too harsh on it. It's not that, that (laughs) bad. It's not great. It's not that bad. It's no Kate. (laughs) I will will say I only watched this movie for for Mark Ellis, too, because Joey gave us the option, and I said no. Markellis wants to watch the mother. No, I will no, no. watch the mother. Markellis doesn't want to watch, doesn't want to go to the movies <laughs> to watch <laughs> Little Mermaid this week. And trust me, if you think this is bad, I would have loved to hear what you had to say about air. Because that's oh, Jesus. <laughs> what can you even say about that movie? It's just people talking. <laughs> it's two hours of Matt Damon sitting at a table or a desk. Like what what is there to even review about it? <laughs> that was my review on Reservoir Dogs. Oh, God. We're not getting into that. Um, So, yeah. So, I think you guys are being a little too harsh on it. I think it's an okay movie. Uh, So, I'm giving it a two. All right. Uh, I would have given it a higher score, but Jennifer Lawrence as small M mother (laughs) exclamation point didn't show up in the after credit scene. So, I was a little disappointed. Uh, And they didn't use the Danzig song Mother at all. Like, it's right there. How did they not use that? How did we not, but how did we not get a scene of her gearing up while that song played? Uh, it, like was pro- it was probably too expensive, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it was really expensive. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's right there. Like, how do you not do that? But anyway, uh, yeah, this movie sucked. I am going to give it a one out of five. 
And I'm probably, and Mark's right, I'm probably being a little harsh. I'm sure you might watch it yourself and be like, hey, this was about a two, two and a half. It's fine. It's just generic. I just feel like after seeing John Wick, after seeing the insanity of Fast X, I just, I need, I need more, man. You, you just can't come, come with these boring ass generic action movies right now. It's either got to be lean and mean in and out 90 minutes. We're done. Or it's got to be absolutely insane and blow me away because I just been spoiled this year. We've been spoiled this year. So sorry, JLo, but one out of five, maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Maybe you should hit us up on social media and uh, let us know what you think of the mother but now we're gonna wrap it up before we tap it up we're gonna get some recommendations for the listeners out there aubrey litchfield you haven't been here for a week or so so you gotta have something to recommend what do you got um i've been watching the netflix series explained and it's really cool it goes through different topics each each episode and like it like it'll talk about uh, systematic racism and feminism and i think one of them is uh, they talk about dogs and, and it's just like random topics but they go through like certain psychological things about these things in the history of them and they're very short episodes uh so sometimes i like to listen to them while i'm working and in and they're, it's really cool it's on netflix it's called explained um so I think people should check it out. All right. Marcellus Reagans, what do you got? There's a couple of things. There's a really cool interview with uh, Kevin Feige and John Favreau where they get together and talk about Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie 15 years later. Kind of recap some of their stories uh, about the beginning process of the MCU. There's a really great story about uh, a young college student named Ryan Coogler that was in the, the theater during that first screening of Iron Man. Uh, so that's on YouTube on the Marvel YouTube page. Uh, so definitely check that out. And there is a new episode of pizza film school. It's where the Russo brothers sit down with a director and talk about the filmmaking process. Uh, the, the latest episode is with Nia DaCosta who uh, directed Candyman uh, goes over some of her, uh, uh, thought process of making Candyman and does uh, talk a little bit about her upcoming movie, The Marvels. Uh, so both of those are available on YouTube. Awesome. Actually, both of those sound very interesting. Um, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Links to all our video and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam just dropped a spoiler-free review of the final episode of The Marvelous Ms. Maisel, which is on Amazon Prime as we speak. So check that out. Of course, our Patreon, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. The only place to hear us discussing news and trailer. You get a uh, Star Wars video podcast. Myself and Adam talk Star Wars every month on video. This month we'll be reviewing Star Wars Visions Season 2. So check that out. And of course you get a Just Joey mini-sode where I talk about what's coming up in the next month on the podcast and a little behind the scenes. So all of that can be yours for a small mo- nominal fee. Check it out at patreon.com backslash podcast. I will suggest uh, it's only in pre-order right now. And it's going to mean absolutely nothing to Mark Ellis and, and Aubrey. It's a huge deal, comic book fans, because Marvel finally has the rights back <laughs> to reprint Rom Space Knight comic books. Aubrey, I mean, you have no idea what that is. Mark Ellis, you know what Rom is? 
Yeah, that was a it was a big toy back in the day, right? Did they make like some kind of a, like a big action figure about that character? Yeah, it was a big giant silver robot yes. looking action figure. And it was the only action figure they released. The the line completely bombed. Yep. Marvel made a comic based on it which lasted about 75 issues. Uh, a lot of it was written by Bill Mantelo, um, some great art in there from different artists and some really great stories. They basically took what was a piece of plastic with next to no storyline and made a giant sweeping space opera about it that also crossed over with a bunch of other Marvel books. And because they had lost the rights, it was out of print forever. <laughs> um, even issues of other books where Rom appeared, like Marvel 2-in-1 or X-Men, there's some Spider-Man appearances, Power Man and Iron Fist was one of them. Um, they couldn't republish those. They didn't have the rights. So they finally got the rights back and they announced uh, the first of two ROM omnibuses. And it's uh, available for pre-order at Amazon. Uh, and it's only $119 if you pre-order it. So, you know, jump on in there and get yourself like 40 issues of ROM. Uh, because, you know, what's going to happen is is Marvel listened to the fans for once. And we're like, you guys will not shut up about this. We're going to make it. <laughs> and if nobody buys it, then they're never going to do it again. So I will say I used to read those books a lot as a kid, and I know they're high quality. So if you want to check them out, obviously the Internet would provide. But, you know, it's nice to get a nice, cool omnibus for your shelf. And the comic's awesome. So ROM Space Knight Omnibus now for pre-order at Amazon. And I will suggest you keep in the Marvel mood and get yourself to the movie theater and see Across the Spider-Verse. Because that, my friends, is what we'll be talking about next week on the podcast. But that is going to do it for episode number 460 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Just stab him. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rake. Uh, a Little Mermaid review will probably be coming soon, everyone. Just hold on to your fins. Uh, everybody, <laughs> have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week for Across the Spider-Verse. Good journey. Don't you-